Hey, this is Erica Combo, and you're listening to Cross Talk Radio with Big Pudge and Steph Swig, where the talk is real and raw. talk about stuff people don't want to talk about nowadays. I want to address the elephants in the room. I want to be thought-provoking, open-minded. We got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. We got fans from Japan, know it to the Netherlands. We coming through like it's season two. Hit you with the cross talk, yeah, you know how we do. How we do. Changing the world one show at a time. We the salt of the earth, bringing light to your mind. Universal conversations. We appreciate the love we got back from every nation. Really, it's an honor that y'all listen to us. Cause big budget steps, we will give it to you. Transparency, spiritually, life lessons, and politics, the ultimate greed. What I'm saying ain't no boundaries. When we at this table, bringing awareness to the things we see. So rest yourself and enjoy the show. We guarantee to be intrigued by this cross talk radio. We got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Yeah, we got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. We got fans from Japan, always to the Netherlands. Man, this is your man, Big Punch. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We've been back at you after all the holidays, man. We took a yes. break to spend time with our families, and we, you know how we, we how we do. We family men up in here, so we take time yeah. off. We don't have a problem taking time off. It's easy right. to take time off when you when you run the podcast. Right. Like, like, I don't feel like doing so. We're going to take off another couple weeks. So happy, happy New Year's. Happy, happy New Kwanzaa. Year. Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Everything. everything. All yes, that to everybody. Yes. Whatever you, you know celebrate. What? I'm going to date this episode real quick. So this is January 3rd, 2019. <laughs> the eve of my 40th birthday. I turn 40 years old tomorrow. Woo! All right. Give it yes, up to yes, him. Yes, give yes, it up yes, to him. Yes, yes, yes. That's a big so, number, y'all. That's yes, a, big a big number, number man. So I got big things planned this weekend. Can't tell you because because I don't want y'all feeling weird if y'all don't get invited because <laughs> y'all didn't get invited. So, but we love y'all. Something's just for my for private moment for mm-hmm. privacy. That's it, man. But I'm, I'm excited about 2019, 2020, all all of it, man. I'm yeah. excited. But today we're talking about ties. We, you know, we y'all know how we do. Y'all know we got our own episodes we pick, and sometimes we we're very interactive and. Um, People suggest topics that so people suggest a topic. I tip, we typically try to jump on if it's something that fits into the format of our show. So uh, this topic was suggested by one of our cross talkers actually, and uh, she she suggested she had a question said, "Do we get punished for not tithing?" Mm-hmm. First off, my opinion was, "Heck, no, you don't get punished for right. not tithing." And uh, kind of not that her question didn't offend me, but that mindset offended me. Like you getting punished for not tithing, like that just didn't sit right with That's me. That's because a lot of churches, um, you know, portray that. Yeah, they, they, the agree. way they word it and stuff, it makes you feel like, like it makes you feel like something bad is gonna happen. You know, if you don't tithe, they true, and I don't like that. And they and they go, uh, they, they 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 shame you in the in the, in the tithing. They shame mm-hmm. you. You can't shame somebody into doing right. You can't guilt somebody because the Bible says be a cheerful giver. You can't be cheerful if you're being forced and coerced into it. Right. And push. I got a lot of scriptures I can go into, man. I don't know if you how you want to do it. This, I don't this know. How, well, you you can you can do it how you want to do it. I just I want to point out 
Um, I don't know what scriptures you're going to have for me, but well, the ones that I, if you, if you just so happen to have a certain scriptures that the church uses to yes, incriminate yes. people and make them feel horrible, I want to point those out. Okay, cool. I got, I got you on that. That's, um, we're on the same page. Okay. As, all, as usual. Right. <laughs> as usual, we're on the same page. Right, uh, let right. Me, let me get it. So if you can take me to Malachi verses three, uh, chapter three, verse eight through 12. Malachi three. Yep. What else again? Malachi, Malachi 3 what? 3 8 through 12. Yeah, if you can read that for our listeners, I greatly appreciate it, sir. All right. I'm reading from the New King James Version. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> I didn't think the one I had in mind was going to be the first one you pulled out. Well, that's a, that's a popular one that people go to, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about it too. All right, so, so Malachi 3 8. Uh, chapter 3, mm-hmm. verses 8 through 12. Yeah. Do not rob God. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with the curse, for you have robbed me. Even this whole nation, bring all the tithes into the storehouse there, that they may be food in my house, and try me now, and this says the Lord of hosts. All right, come on. That's right. That's why I'm, I'm excited because... First I didn't even finish. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got excited. I got excited. He got very excited. I'm you, like, I'm only on verse 10. You paused like you was done. I'm sorry. You told I'm me sorry. to go to 12. Go to 12. Go to 12. Let's go to, let's go to whole mile. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, love it, I got I excited. Love it. I got excited. You all should have seen his face. <laughs> all right. Come on. Give me some order. All right. Verse 10. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that they may be food in my house and try me and try me now in this. Says the Lord of hosts. If I would not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessings that there will be there will not be room enough to receive it verse 11 and i will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field says the lord of hosts and verse 12 and all the nations will call you blessed for you will be delightful you will be a delightful land says the lord of hosts all right so <clears throat> That's the scripture, I think, both, if you grew up in a black church in this country or well, any church. Well, a man robbed God is how they're going to start that off right now. They're going to start it off with just that. And I believe in using words. I believe in words have definitions. And tithe means 10%. Everybody, I think everybody would agree that tithe means 10%. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, have some, I don't have any issue with that scripture. I have an issue with the way tithes are portrayed in this country, or at least the way I've heard them portrayed. Right. Okay, so first off, tithes mean 10%. Easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what is taught that the storehouse is the church. Right. That's the way they, that's the way they teach it. So when I look up the definition of storehouse, I mean, can we, hold on one second. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Excuse me. So storehouse, the definition of storehouse is building used as storing goods. Okay. The churches will teach on that, right? But they act like the storehouse is the place that you come to give. Okay. That's fine. But storehouse is simple. It's a place you store your goods. Mm-hmm. Goods, not money. Goods. Okay. Tithes were of the... So my so what I wrote down here, tithes were of harvest, not money. Mm-hmm. Tithes was not money when they're tithing. When they're talking about tithing in Malachi, they're not talking about money at all. They're talking about bringing it to the storehouse. You don't store money in the storehouse. You store food in the storehouse. Yeah. And the whole purpose of tithing was to be able to bring food so when people have famines... The church was supposed to distribute it out to the people in need. Mm-hmm. 
that's not how it's portrayed in this country. Because what the, what the churches teach that you tithe, you give, give, give. But that that stuff is supposed to be distributed back out. It's there for you. It's supposed to be a help, a, a thing to help you out in case of need. Like kind of like how food pantries work today. Right. That's how that was supposed to be meant. But people will always, what people will tell you, will say to you, well, they didn't have money back in those days. They used food as currency back then. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was taught. I heard that. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that because I found some other issue. I found some other things about that. Um, so if you take me to uh, some things that uh, contradict that. So if you go to Proverbs, uh, Proverbs verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 9 through Proverbs, 10. Proverbs 3, 9. Yeah. But you give your first fruits, and they was talking about. They wasn't talking about money. Money did exist back then. About to prove it to you. You say that money did exist back. Yeah, then. Yeah, they talking about. Cause when I was always taught people. They, I was always told that people tithe out of food back then because that was the currency. Mm-hmm. And they didn't deal with money the way we. Did. They didn't deal with money like we deal with it. And so therefore, but now since we don't trade food. For goods and services, we trade money. So that's why tithing is money now. That's what I was taught. Yeah. And that's based on the scriptures. That's not entirely accurate. Are you having an issue okay. it up? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I got it on my phone now. So okay. I'm about to, it's just that my computer still. Yeah. Now, there's some reason. I think I think um, there's some good things to tithe. I'm not saying you should not tithe. I'm just saying what tithing actually is. That's right. all. You know, if you like, we always say you you go by the Holy Spirit on what you what you hear on the show and anything. Proverbs three nine. Yeah, Proverbs three. No, oh uh, yeah, pro, yeah, Proverbs three, that, uh, verse nine. Uh, just just verse nine and th- through ten. All right, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all you of all your increase, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your and your vats will overflow with new wine. Again, so they're not talking about money. They're talking about your barns being filled because even in the, uh, Malachi. It's talking about stuff being filled. It's talking about harvesting food. Mm-hmm. Proverbs tells you the same thing. Now, if you go to Genesis 37, Genesis 37. Uh, verse 28, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to prove to you that silver did, ex- did exist as an exchange, as money. That we do know Genesis I mean, predates. They still had silver, gold, yeah. bronze, they had all that back then. Yeah, but people don't, they don't tell you that. When they talk about tithing, they, t- they tell you we, we tithe with money now because that was, instead of food, because that was the currency back then. And that's not exactly accurate. That's mm-hmm. all. So let's go to Genesis just to prove that money did exist. Genesis the, 37, yeah. verse 28. Yeah, let's go there. <clears throat> then Midianite traders passed by. So the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. Okay, so they didn't sell them for money. They sold mm-hmm. them for silver. Mm-hmm. So it tells you, that's in Genesis. That predates Proverbs. That predates Malachi. That tells you that they had silver as currency back then. And so I was telling you, when people tell you that they use food as currency and bartering tools, that's not entirely accurate. The reason they had, you had to tie back then in the churches was so the church can provide for famines in those times. That's, just what I'm, that's the point I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. Go to uh, Matthew 23, 23. Matthew 23 and mm-hmm. 23 says, and this is uh, Jesus talking, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin 
and have neglected the weather, the weighter matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. This is a uh, 24 blind guides who uh, blind guides who strain out of a net and swallow a camel. Mm-hmm. Wow. So even when Jesus talked about tithing, it was nothing. It was not even money. It was yeah. it was food and spices. All right. Mark uh, 12, 41 through 44. And I got one more after this, then we can get to a discussion. Mark 12. Yeah, uh, 41 and, uh, Mark 12, verse 41 through 44. Now Jesus said, sat opposite of the treasurer. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasurer and saw how the people put money into the treasury. And many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make, uh, which make a quadrants. So he called his disciple to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury, for they all put in out of their abundance, but she out of her poverty put in all that she had her whole livelihood. That's it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And go to Luke 637 through 38. All right. Uh, you don't want to expand on that? That, that, okay. That's okay, right okay. Let's let's expound on it. Go back. I'm I'm I want to say uh, the reason why I'm I, I want to say expound on it is because I was always taught um, that when you give, if you don't give with a cheerful heart, it don't matter how much you give. You, it's not yeah. a bless, not a blessing. You won't be blessed. None of that. I got you. And this scripture speaks that out to me. Yeah. As far as her heart. Yeah. It okay. wasn't the Thank amount for, of yeah. what she gave. It was that she gave all she had. And, 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 and look, Jesus looked at her heart exactly. and was like, because the rich people gave much because they could. It's just out yeah. of abundance. I know I got a lot, so I'm going to just give a lot. Yeah. And she literally gave the last she had. So I, that's always why I wanted to expound uh, on that part right going, there. Keep going. No, that, that was okay. it. That was it. It's just the fact that it was her heart. It was her heart intent. And, and like I said, yeah. when I was growing up, I was always taught as a kid, you can give your 10%, but if you ain't giving your 10% willingly with a cheerful heart, keep your money. Exactly. You know, sir? That's why I was kind of getting out with that one, too. I'm glad you stopped me on okay. that. But, uh, so the best point I wanted to make right here is not a set amount. It's not about them being commanded to do it. It's more Christ was impressed because or moved because she gave out of her heart. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because, oh, I'm supposed to give this because this, 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 and that. Right. She gave out of her heart. Right. It wasn't just oh I'm giving my time. She gave whatever she had. Right. And that's that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to segue into later on in this in this uh, conversation. Okay. But uh, let's go to um, Luke six thirty uh, verse thirty seven through thirty eight. Was Jesus talking again? Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you not condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Third verse thirty eight. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will men be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be it will be measured back to you. There we go. That's the scripture that you hear in church all the time as well. Yep, and that's the one they tie it. And when I hear that, it's to say it again. Mm -hmm. If you like, they, it's simple. It's to me, it's a simple concept. If you reap sparingly. If you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. If you, if you give a little, you receive a little. If you mm -hmm. give a lot, you receive a lot. It's exactly. a principle. Yeah. So my point is, 
that just tells me it's not about the 10%. It's about whatever. Some people give 10%. Some people give 5%. Some people give 2%. Some people give whatever they want to give. Mm -hmm. But it still boils down to a heart issue. Right. But there's no speaking of curses by not giving. You can't force someone to be a cheerful giver. You you give. And Paul talks about that later. But I'm going to pause for a second. Because okay. I want Pudge to say expound on some things. Uh, he looking like he wants to talk. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a. I want to know where did the ten percent come from? Because what I know is, in the Old Testament, um, God required everyone to give their first fruits yeah. as a burnt sacrifice, as a yeah. burnt offering. It's an offering up to Him. Mm-hmm. You know, so and you know, if anybody knows the story, Cain and Abel. Yeah. That's where that that's where God. Love one more than the other because mm-hmm. one was doing exactly what he's supposed to, giving his first fruits, yeah. and the other son was saving his first fruits, the fatty calf for him, mm-hmm. and God blessed the other son more. Yeah. So, um, it's 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 a. Uh, well, tithe, how do you go ahead? Go ahead. No, the the the, tithe, the definition of tithe is it's ten percent. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, it yeah. is. It is. So 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 it makes sense, and I knew that already. I just forgot. Tithe, okay. tithe tenth. Okay. Yeah. So so it's it's um now. What I do know is uh, everything that we read that we're reading as far as tithing goes is is all in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And when Christ came, he actually, yeah. you know, he, he fulfilled the law, which means we're not we're not Old Testament saints anymore. We're mm-hmm. free from that. Yeah. So and it, and it's and it's just and it's just in my it's just I'm gonna say it like this because I look at it like when it I'm not even upset or bothered that the church uh requires money um for tithes simply because the church is a building and it has to be ran. It has yeah. to bills gotta be paid, stuff has to happen, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's not you can't you can't you can't pay uh a church building on praise and worship. You can't or, or on the Holy Ghost. You know, so so at the end of the day, I understand the structural format of and then let's just be honest. We are human beings, uh, and we all have major flaws. And so, and that goes all the way back to the Bible days of God uh, uh, rescuing the people of Egypt. And they talking mm-hmm. about at least we have three meals a day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When, when, after they rescued them, now. yeah. So it's like you have to some kind of way. And I'm and I'm I'm, I'm bringing a whole point of today that Israelites acting like that all the way up into all the way up to. Uh, uh, who was it? Who was it? I'm, I'm thinking of just people who are just naturally ungrateful after God just done miraculous things for mm-hmm. them. So I can understand how the church would continue to implement that 10% to yeah, keep the buildings yeah. running, the lights on and yeah, stuff I like that. I definitely understand that. Because, you know, people was like, just imagine if the whole world was like, oh, I ain't got to give money for 10%. You know, because when it comes to God's house, like the actual building. Mm-hmm. You, if you belong to a church, you're supposed to be doing something like giving, like like what my father says all the time. I money is not the only way I have to give my tithes unto the Lord. Thank you. He says, if I want to come, if I come on my own time and rebuild the whole the, the whole uh, podium, that's me giving my time to God in His house. Exactly. If I come to scrub toilets three days out the week in the, in the church bathroom. That's me tithe, giving of my time yeah, I, to, the, I to, to the church house. So it's not always dependent on a dollar sign. It's not. It's just that the church is scared to tell this truth because it's like, who going to pay the bills mm-hmm. now? Is folks going to really start? Yeah. You know, but it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a bitter, it's a, it's a, it's a, I understand thing, but on the other end, it, it, it bothers me because I've, I've been in church all my life. Yeah. 
and I and I, I went to a I was in church service, man, three, four months ago. And I promise you, I walked in the church. There was a line and the woman said, everybody that got their $50 that's, that's uh, standing in line, hold their hands up. And I turned around and walked right back out to church. Yeah. And it's because I grew up with that. Oh, God said 10 people got $50 in here. Where are you at? Come stand in this line. Mm-hmm. Not realizing. Do you realize how you're making the other people feel who yeah. who, who received your sermon and want to give but don't have it? It's 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 almost it's, it's so much of a turnoff mm-hmm. when you single people out on how much they supposed to yeah, give. You're guilting people, and I hate that. Yeah, I, yeah. And I'm that. not saying I am not gonna say God didn't tell you five folks in here had fifty dollars to give. I'm not gonna tell you, you that at all. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make it. I'm not going to do it to where there are people that are now because what I realize is is man I I've, man I've been sitting next to people who start putting their money back in their purses and back in their wallets after you start singing full out. I got ten. If you got ten dollars, now it's time for you. Hundred dollar people, hundred dollar people, come up. Come, we're gonna wow. put it for y'all. Fifty dollar people, then y'all come up. Now and it's an actual. Lot. I've been in church services like this mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and those are things I don't tolerate anymore. So. Yeah. I walked right out. I mean, I wasn't even in there five seconds. I heard her say this when I walked in, walked right back out because I'm like, I just can't be a part of something like that. I so it's you. it's like an oxymoron because I get that the church has to, you know, still be established. The bills have to be paid. Mm-hmm. I, I'll never be okay with manipulating the body of Christ like you have to pay 10% tithes. You know, yeah. and if you not, and if you are, you won't be blessed. Yeah, that's that's, that's that. what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. So no, to answer the question that we that the whole top the show is about, simply, I don't believe people get cursed for not tithing. No. Now I do believe when you don't give, you you cut off blessings only because you haven't sown anything. It's like if you have a, a plot of dirt in your yard and you don't put any seeds in it, you don't get any fruit. Exactly. That's what I mean by that. Exactly. It's not like you're being punished. It's like you didn't do anything to provoke that to happen. Right. That's what I mean. Right. So anyway, so I agree with you 100% punch on that. Um, so far as my personal opinion, then we can get back to the scripture. My personal opinion on tithing, I actually do tithe. Mm-hmm. But I tithe because that's, the, that's, that's what the Holy Spirit put on me to do. Right. And it gives me a set, it gives me, it holds me accountable to give a certain amount, right. a certain percentage. Right. Like whether I, if I get a raise at, at my job, then I get it's still 10%, so it's still more money I give to the church. Right. And I also give it in other words, I do serve and stuff like that. It's not right. about me bragging. I'm just saying that's how I do it. That's what that's my understanding. Right. But I don't I've never felt guilty, well, in my mature years of a, as a believer mm-hmm. about not giving financially. Right. You know, it's a hard when it comes to tithing for me, it's a heart issue and it's a faith issue. You know, when when I get paid, I don't even see the first ten percent of my check. It goes directly deposited into the, the my tithing account. Right. I'll never see that. But it's been times in my life, I will say, um, it's times in my life when I was working three jobs and I was broke. Mm-hmm. So, of course, in the natural side of things, you got a family, you work, you're the only one working, you got a wife and four kids. You know what? Maybe we need to stop tithing. So I stopped tithing. Mm-hmm. I was just as broke. You <laughs> said it was no difference. No difference. Yeah. So, like, well, like, so, at least, so I felt better. Like, at least if I'm tithing, I, can, I, I, can, uh, I know I'm going to be provided. My mom will be provided for. Like, at least if, if I'm, I got tithes going out, it'll come back eventually. If I just mm-hmm. cut it off, I'm still just as broke. I might as well go back to giving. So I started giving, and right. I haven't been that broke ever since. Right, and I know, and I, I and I know when I tithe, I'm not saying you have to tithe to get money, but I know you have to sow to get to reap. Yeah. So I know when I'm sowing, that no matter what happens, it's gonna come back to me. Right. You right. know. So I have constant when my money's low and it's not looking good. Like, okay, God, I've been I've been sowing. I uh, mm-hmm. I need and it always not sometimes not sometimes not almost all the time. 
every single time I need, I have never gone without anything I didn't need. Ever. That's awesome. Ever. That's awesome. So, so when I say it's a heart issue and a faith issue, the heart issue is, hey, guy, you gave, you blessed me with, I don't know, a thousand dollars. So, mm-hmm. all you want to, all you, all, I'm, I'm gonna give you a hundred off of that. That's great, guy. Mm-hmm. You provide me the energy to go to work. You provide me with the job, and you provide me money on the job, so yeah, I can get back. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. That's the heart. Plus, you know, you're supposed to be able to part with your money and part with because I don't want nothing that holds me to right. the point where I can't let go of it. I don't want right. nothing like that in my right. life. I don't. I might have stuff like that, but I don't want it there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the same, that's the hard issue. Now, the faith issue is what I explained earlier. The faith issue was I'm looking at my rent. I'm looking at these car notes. I'm looking at this insurance. I'm looking at being broke. And you giving money away to church? <laughs> you know, that's that's what I'm looking at. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, how do you justify that in the natural? You can't. Right. Because faith and natural, don't they don't go together. Right. Right. So I'm, I'm sowing those things that y'all can't even see. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so so I always tithe. I don't. It's not a time where I don't tithe because I don't have. I ha- always have. I tithe right. so I can't have. That's the thing about kingdom principles versus worldly principle. Worldly principle says hold on to what you got. Mm-hmm. Kingdom says give it away and it'll come back to you. That's right. what scripture says. It'll come down and men will give it to you, bosom plus down, shake it together, run yeah. over. Yeah, right. and that, I can actually say that is a principle. Yeah, that's a principle. So it's like gravity. You step off a building, you falling. Don't matter right. if you believe in it or not. Don't matter what your intentions are, you falling. Right. So if I'm giving, if I'm sowing, I'm reaping. Right. Hands down. And that's universal. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm that's, trying to say. Don't matter if you believe in it or not. It really is. If you I mean, put out, it comes back. It no does. matter what it is. It does. Me and somebody was just talking about that unit yesterday, last mm-hmm. night. Uh, she was just telling me I'm, a, I'm, I'm. She was saying I'm, I'm just a helper. I, I naturally help. That is the reason why mm-hmm. I always have favor with getting help from different yeah. programs, stuff like that. Because exactly. it's not a question if I'm going to turn around and help somebody, mm-hmm. and now because the heart is there. So, and she was, and she was saying, she was saying without spirit, that is how the universe is set up. That mm-hmm. it, like you get out, you get back what you put out. So, it, I mean, and that, and that's with anything. Yeah. As far as the godly part of it, again, I just want to bring this around a little bit more it's like I think from a God's st- from a God's standpoint not that I'm a God but from God's standpoint rather if because when God blesses you it says it says men will give into your bosoms right mm-hmm. men will give into your bosoms I mean we, co- we of course we know God orchestrates but men physically have to give you the money right right, right. okay so the point is if God is giving me money I'm expected to give it to somebody else mm-hmm. I'm expected to give some of it away mm-hmm but if he gives it to me, he's trusting me with it to do what he's telling me to do with it. Mm-hmm. So the moment I, I hold on to that for myself, for my own selfish reasons, it cuts off, the, it, it hinders the trust. Right. If I gave you $100 until so you give somebody $10, you don't do that. I, it, it, it hinders me wanting to give you $1,000. Right. Like you didn't even do what I told you to do the first a little bit of money. Exactly. So it's a, it's, a, it's a whole spiritual principle, faith issue, heart issue when it comes to tithing or giving offerings. Mm-hmm. But there's nowhere in the scriptures that I would see, honestly say, support that. Support yeah. you being cursed for not. I would say you don't reap what you don't sow. It's simple. You don't reap what you don't sow. Now, look, I'm going to read, man. This I don't, This bad boy, this, this article, oh, my gosh. It's um, kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting is the word that I can. The law plus grace plus leniency equals the law. That's what it says. The okay. law plus grace. Plus leniency equals the law. Five reasons why you are cursed for tithing. For for tithing, man, like the blue my mom when I read it too. All right, I just want to make sure you say that right. Yeah. <laughs> for the and, listeners and for my sake. So and you we've say, already read the first scripture. 
That was the first one you pulled. The Malachi. Obeying the law has a curse upon it. Galatians 3 and 10. Okay. You are fallen from grace, Galatians 5, 4 and 6. Okay. God doesn't say anything about loving a dedicated giver, 2 Corinthians 9 and 7. Then it says tithing makes you a slave, Galatians Mm. 5, 1. Tithing makes you weak, Romans 8, 3. Mm. Now, I haven't read, only scripture I read was Galatians 3 and well, 10. The second Corinthians touches some of my notes, but we'll, we'll come back to that. Okay. No, no. I mean, because okay. I want to, because this, this. I mean, I just read this today, and yeah. I was like, oh, I got to add this on to the show. Yeah, I'm not sure how much I agree with the way they're saying it, but let's go to some of this. Let's go to. Uh... Can you go to, because I'm my, my okay. computer and jacked okay, up again, cool. and I, I'm on this website on my phone. Okay, that's cool. Let me go. I'm going to go to second Corinthians. These were also the ones I want to follow up and support. Okay. That did you like, have Romans eight and three? I did not. I did not. Because I'm. It's it talking I'm about tithing there. makes you weak. I mean, I don't know about that. But I, I'm curious what all that means. And that's and before I, I just said, oh, we just need to go ahead. I mean, okay. So you said Romans what eight and three? Romans eight and three. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read that first. I have my own notes. But I'm read. I'm gonna read the, the scripture that he just gave me. Okay. It says Romans eight and three. For what the law was powerless to do, it was weakened by the flesh. What he means, I see. What, what, what? Okay, here we go. Romans 8 and 3 says, For what the law was powerless to do, it was weakened by the flesh. God did, it was weakened by the flesh. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. Basically, I know what he's saying. He's mm-hmm. saying it makes you weak only because you're trying to live under the law. Remember mm-hmm. how it says, how scripture yeah. talks about if you live under the law, you'd be judged according to the law. You, yeah. you know, you can't. Right. So that's what it's talking about. All I right. see. I uh, see. Okay. So, what, did you have Second Corinthians nine yeah. and seven? Yeah, I have, actually, I had second. What I had in my notes was Second Corinthians uh, chapter nine, verses six through twelve. I want. I'm gonna read that. Okay. As soon as I find it in this app. All right. So, why are you looking at it at after he, after he names those five reasons or why you will be cursed for time? It says, "Okay, you get it. Israel was punished and cursed for disobeying the law, but doesn't the Bible say that we are free from the curse of the law?" Yes, it does. Galatians 3 and 14 states Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. Of course, this sounds like great news, and it is, but this actually comes with bad news for some out there. If you read four verses earlier in Galatians 3.10, it states, for as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written. Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law uh, to do them. For those of you who are continuing to practice the works of the law, including tithing, you are actually placing yourself back under the curse. He says, ouch. So you practice tithing to protect yourself from the curse, but in actuality, you are actually bringing it upon yourself. Yeah, because the thing is, if you're trying to... Obey the law. The moment you break one, the Bible says you break them all. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have Christ. That's why mm-hmm. we have the grace. Right. And then he, there are some people out there wondering why tithing isn't working for them. Well, maybe the five reasons above are why. Then it says five reasons why you are blessed for not tithing. You, you gonna read that now? Oh, what did you do? I, I, I okay. was supposed to get Second Corinthians. So okay. I want you to go back all to right. that. So I'm on Second Corinthians. This is what I had in my notes. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, I'm going to read verses 6 through 12. <clears throat> and I'm reading from the NIV version. Okay. 
Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Mm -hmm. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, Mm. not reluctantly or under compulsion. Mm. For God loves a cheerful giver, giver. and God is able to bless, bless you abundantly so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work as it is written. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteous endures forever. Their righteousness endures forever. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for the food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous over on every occasion. You will be rich, enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion, and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. To me, that explains the whole purpose yeah, that does. behind and, and, and honestly, now it's actually bringing more clarity, because I was looking at this article like sideways, like dude, mm-hmm. I really bumped his head. Yeah. But when you just read the entire, that, that whole passage right there, it makes sense on why he said you would be cursed for still trying to be up mm-hmm. under the law. What God's telling you right here, yeah. 2 Corinthians, like 2 Corinthians, uh, so you said 9, 6 through 12. Yep, that's what I just like, read. He, he's telling you that, you know saying, the reasons why you should no longer be exactly. up under the Exactly. It's wow. everything I was trying to say earlier. You, you, spirit, you give what you get, or you return, you know what I'm saying? It's right, like, right. whatever you put out there comes back. It said everything, man. It said everything to me. But anyway, I got I got one more scripture that I have highlighted, and okay. then um, we can still get back to our discussion. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 2 through 15, I will read. Okay. Again, that's the NIV version. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability, entirely on their own. Mm. They urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people, and they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord, and by and then by the will of God to us also, also to us. So we urged Titus, just as we had earlier made a beginning, to bring also completion this act of grace on your on your part. But since you excel in everything in faith and speech and knowledge, in complete earnestness. And in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. I am not commanding you, but I want to test your sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know that the grace of God, you, so for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that through He, but that though He was rich, yet for your sake He became poor, so that you, through His poverty, might become rich. And here is my judgment about what is best for you in this matter. Last year, you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work so that your eager willingness to do it may be matched by your completion of it, according to your means. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. Again, I'm read that. For if the willingness is there, not the courage, the not the force. Yeah. The if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable. When the willingness isn't there, mm-hmm. it's not acceptable. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one what one does not have. Right. 
Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard pressed, but that they might be equally. But that, but that, but, but I'm sorry. Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard pressed, but that there might, but that there might be equality. At the present time, your plenty will supply what they need. Again, that goes right back right, to what I was saying right, about this. Right. Bring it to the storehouse. Right. Your plenty will supply what they need. And so that in turn, their plenty will supply what you need. Mm. The goal is equality. As it is written, the one who has gathered much did not have too much. And the one who gathered little did not have too little. Again, so that t- takes me right back to what I said earlier. When you had tithes back in the day, when they saw them on the Bible, it was bring your stuff to the storehouse mm-hmm. to feed the people in their time of need. Right. The point is, if everybody contributes to 10%, when I'm in need, is there. When you're in need, is there. there. That's right. the whole purpose. Right. That that money or not money. Biblical definition: When you tithe, that money. So that stuff. I keep on saying money. So yeah, because it's now. It's, yeah, it's, it's money. Right, right. But it's supposed to be distributed to people who need it. Right. But right. but the way the church is presented, it, it it goes in the church, and that's where it stays. Right. That's the problem. That's right. where the disconnect is. Right. That's supposed. That's why you have all these pro-black or woke people talk about. You give all your money to churches. And the, t- the pastor's driving a BMW while you starving. Right. Because the money right. is, the, the tithe is supposed right. to be there for those people who need it. Right. So that's that's my segment. I'm done with the scriptures. Pudge, what you got? Five reasons why you are blessed for not tithing. Right on point. It's like I hit a button. It's like, <laughs> boom. He just, he just went right in. All right. And you might, if you feel like I got I got um, some scriptures as well. Let's um, go. You are under grace. Romans 614. Mm-hmm. God said he would supply all of our needs without mentioning the tithe. Come on. Philippians 4.19. Our gifts are sweet-smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. Philippians 4.18. God loves a cheerful giver. We talked about that. 2 Corinthians yeah. 9.7. The Spirit gives life. Romans 8.5-10. So... Um, in the article, it's funny because if you're just reading it with a with a, just a, I'm gonna say a blind eye, but you're kind of like overviewing it. Mm-hmm. You gonna think this person really done bumped their head, yeah? Because that's how I did in the beginning. But as we're breaking everything down, he was just kind of trickery in his words as far as the five reasons why you are cursed for time. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a ploy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, clickbait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, and, and 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 it worked. It, it did worked. work because it, I mean, because I'm so I'm over here like. Are right, there too many scriptures to look at? But man, Steph, man, Steph got to, we got to dissect this like on the show because yeah. I can't believe somebody actually put an article out like this. But now that we're actually reading it, it, it just follows up with what we're saying. Mm-hmm. And I didn't expect it to do that, you know, when I was actually reading yeah. it. But um, that's pretty much it. It, uh, it on my end, man, is just people always remember now in 2019 when it comes to the world. Yes, um, if God lays it on your heart to tithe, Tithe or, or or offerings, give that you know, give what God is telling you to give. Not what your pastor tell you to give. Not what society says you give. Not what guilt says you should give. Give out a good the cheerfulness. Be a cheerful giver out of your heart. Right. Follow what the Holy Spirit telling you. God God knows where you are, where you are, are able to give. Even if it's uncomfortable for you, follow what the Holy Spirit is saying. As far as the giving goes. Right. Now we got that other way. Talk about crosstalk. <laughs> no, you done, put He's trying to throw my cross. Are you done? Are you done? Yeah, are you done? Are you, are you done? done? Are you done? <laughs> so we both into the same community. Are, yeah. are you done? Are you done? <laughs> yeah, we're done. So here's my spill. Hit us up at crosstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what you want to hear on the show. Tell us what you what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. We are a very reactive show. 
if you have any suggestions what you want us to talk about for something we said you didn't agree with or something you really resonate with, hit us up. We just want to hear from you. Yeah, that's all. You know, we're on Facebook under Crosstalk with a K. Uh, hit, listen to us every, I don't know where we, what day we airing it now because we're trying to work that out with our uh, studio right now. Right. The new episodes, I'm thinking we might have to switch our days. But right now, either way we go, we still um, are airing them on Mondays. The new episodes should be coming every Monday, but we may be changing to Wednesday soon due to, just due to some technical issues. Um, but keep us in prayer. We keep you in our prayer. We pray for our listeners every episode. In between our episodes, we pray for you guys. We thank you for all the times you listen to us and who you share yes. us with. Yes. Uh, keep in mind, we are on uh, iTunes. We are we are also on TuneIn Radio, and we also throw throw episodes on uh, SoundCloud every now and then. So check right. us out. Always cross talk with a K. And, then, and and people are all those all those iPhone users out there. All you got to do is go to your podcast app and type in Crosstalk with a K. We come up. Right. And for those who don't know, we in season two, baby. That's season right. Season two, season two, season two. <laughs> and we got a song at the end of the show for you, but I got to give our shout outs. And after that, we'll be taking you home with uh, St. Clair uh, Uberman song, which I actually, I got to be in the video for, by, right. the, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. A little, <laughs> little flexing on the Crosstalk. Right, like, a little flexing Uber real man, quick. Yo, look, look for him. Look, look for him. Look for him. <laughs> Oh yeah, we still. I know we say it's a lot of the shows. We still working, but we gonna. We are gonna bring you some video. We just gotta get the studio TV ready, and that's all. That's still hold up right now. And oh, then we it's still coming. gotta do the foodie show, man. Yeah, we gotta get money for that. Costs money, man. Yeah, that costs it does. money. It does. <laughs> so we working on. But the thing is, with some of the stuff, we excited about it, and it's all in the timing. Because Pudge work a lot. Yeah. I work a lot. We both got kids and extra kids right. to take care of. So we've been working, and, and then, then we're not taking care of the kids financially. We take care of the kids by being there with them and sowing them to the exactly. spiritual. So, time to so we're trying to um, we're trying to balance that out, y'all. So bear with us. So thank you for your patience with us. But we still got you. Uh, keep them topics coming in. We keep it hot and raw for y'all, like we always do, man. Um, so let's do the shout outs real quick, man. All you right. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Shout out to our cross talkers worldwide out there. Shout out to Dorothy, my mom. Who is Dorothy? Shout out to our homegirl Brandy. Shout out yes. to Alicia. Shout out to November. Shout out to Ramil. Shout out to Love Boy Studios who hook us up with these dope episodes. The sound quality you hear is from Love Boy Studio. That's right, that's right. Big ups to Brenda. Shout out to Atlanta, Georgia, tuning in. Shout out to San Jose, California, rocking with us. <laughs> shout out to Graysonville, Maryland, the first and first and fourth up. Man, they're the first one to listen, man. So thank y'all again. Yeah, we love thank y'all. y'all. Thank y'all. We love all y'all. Yeah, we, we love, love all we y'all, love, man. But do, then every time I can release it at 12 at midnight, 12 in the morning, 12 in the afternoon, I mean, they they they're the first ones to listen. Okay, we're back to the right. <laughs> North North Bay, North Bergen, New Jersey, Millsville, Georgia, Stone Mountain, Georgia, Morrow, Georgia. I don't know how to pronounce this word in Idaho, but shout out to Idaho. It's spelled O-R-O-N-I-N-O. Or, I think it's Orino mm-hmm. or Orino, Idaho. But we appreciate you having Idaho tune in to Crosstalk. Right. When we get to cities where people listening that I don't even, I've never, I can't even pronounce. I know we're doing big things. For right, us. right. Especially I know we can't pronounce them. Yo, so anyway, <laughs> uh, close, taking us home today is St. Clair Uberman. I'm Steph Swig. I'm Big Pudge. Crosstalk Radio. Peace. I got to get there. I hope that you understand. Understand. Free light tonight and I'm making no other plans. So I had to just call me an Uberman. Uberman, 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 Uberman. Saint Cloud, I gotta get there. Hey, Did you understand? What can you do? Free light tonight, and I'm making no other plans. So I had to just call me an Uberman. Uberman, 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 Uberman.